get out of your comfort zone. Um, that's the biggest one. And nobody wants to hear it and nobody wants to do it, right? I wouldn't have had the deals that I had if I had not forced myself to get out there and put myself in uncomfortable situations. So even if it's a small step, like if you are in the grocery store and you strike up a conversation with a stranger, I would just recommend finding small ways to get yourself out there for starters, because the sooner you get comfortable with the discomfort, the sooner that you can really start to achieve what you want to achieve. Hello, and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Shulseth. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Agent Podcast. Today, I'm here with my friend, Cayenne from Nashville, Tennessee. Cayenne, welcome to the show. Thanks, Raymond. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, glad you're here. Thanks for joining me today. So why real estate? Why real estate? Uh, So I got into real estate because I started investing. I bought my first house when I was 19 and moved, rented it out, bought another. And I just have kind of done that over the past six years. And I decided last year that teaching um, wasn't going to get me where I wanted to be because I was a full-time teacher and I just became an agent full-time. So let's unpack some of that. Where did you (laughs) learn how to invest or to even think about going down that path when you were 19? So I watched my dad. He was a, a single parent and he started buying properties when I was 17 And he bought probably three properties over the span of two years and they were rentals and it really kind of changed his life. And so when I turned 19, you know, I had been working for like three and a half years at that point steadily and I didn't want to pay rent. And so I just bought my house. Over the course of these six, seven years, what are some things that you've learned from buying and owning and maybe selling, reselling, flipping, whatever properties? Um, So the most important thing I've learned is that real estate is really powerful. It can really change your life. It's important to hold real estate if you can and to get into it, even if you don't have the money. Um, I've taken everything in my bank accounts to buy the real estate that I've had. And then, like I said, I would buy a house and then we would move somewhere else and then buy another. And we would just, my husband and I, we put every dime we had into these houses but the return on them has been remarkable, whether it's, you know, you refinance and get some cash out to do it again, or if the market's right and you sell, it's really changed our lives. So I guess the biggest thing is to just find a way to get into it if you can. And being that you were a teacher, what did you teach? I've taught a little bit of everything. Um, So I taught for about five years. I have a dual license in elementary education and special education. So I've kind of done everything. I've done grades one through five in regular education. I've done special education, elementary and high school. So a little bit of everything. I unfortunately was moving grades every year because, you know, you kind of move where they need you to in education. So I've done a lot of different positions. What have you been able to bring into real estate that you learned throughout your educational and teaching career? Believe it or not, teachers make great agents. (laughs) (laughs) So there are a lot of things. Um, 
first of all, I think as a teacher, you have to have a lot of patience and you kind of have to be able to read your students and be perceptive of their needs. And that has really translated to me helping my clients, especially in the market today, with it being so difficult, having that patience, you know, to to get an offer accepted or to find a home even that you could put an offer in on has been key to this market right now. Time management is a big one. I'm used to working nights and weekends as a teacher to get caught up on all of the paperwork and all of that and the planning. Um, so that has been a huge asset for me. And just, I think, being thorough as a teacher, there are like a million different little things that you have to constantly be juggling. And that has really helped with real estate because there's a lot of moving pieces in real estate as well. Can you tell us about your first year in the business and what that looked like for you? Yeah, so I'm still in it. I officially congratulations, got my... by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been exciting. I got my license officially in September, mid-September, and so it's what February. Yeah, so six months. So, yeah, just about six months, and it's been great. I just have really pushed myself. I like moved here from Montana. And so I don't have a huge sphere because we moved here during COVID and school was remote. So I was teaching remote last year. Um, so my sphere is pretty small. And so I just have been door knocking and done flyers and calling and networking, all of those things. I've closed at this point, nine deals Nine deals is huge for your first year, let alone your first six months. Yeah. Congrats. That's Thank a big you. accomplishment. Thank you. It's been mind blowing, especially coming from like a teaching salary to this now. It, <laughs> it is crazy the difference, but. So what is working for you, Cayenne, that has really led to you closing these nine deals? Is it the fact that Nashville is just a hot market? Is it specific tactics you're taking? Do you have kind of a formula that you're following? Like, what is your magic sauce so far? I wish there was one thing I could pinpoint to say I had magic sauce. I don't think the market has been helpful. I mean, it is very hot, but there are like... 14,000 agents in the greater Nashville area. <laughs> so it's pretty heavily saturated as far as that goes. My biggest thing, um, I think having a morning routine, getting your mindset right in the morning has been really important because then you make the most of your day and just work. You know, you have to get out there and hustle. Can I ask you a question about the mindset thing? Yeah. Is that new or is that something that you brought over from teaching? Um, I think it's shifted from teaching. I've probably always done it a little bit, but I've gotten more into creating that morning routine and making it sacred as when I was teaching it, you know, you wake up and you rush out of the house because you have to prep stuff before the kids get there. And, um, it's, it's more detailed now. What are you doing for marketing specifically? Are you running ads? Are you using door hangers, doing direct mail? Uh, yeah, I've done a lot of direct mail. I probably mailed out like 7,000 flyers at this point. Um, that's pretty much the bulk of it. I've done uh, some social media, but it's all organic. I haven't really paid to boost social media. I just paid to boost a first-time homebuyers class. 
and that it went well. I had like 50 registrants and 14 people came. And so that was good. But other than that, I haven't paid for any form of marketing other than direct mail and door knocking, go knock on people's doors. <laughs> I mean, people are nicer in the South in general, right? If I did that in Chicago, I might get, you know, well, anyway, different conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The curriculum for your first time homebuyers class or seminar, did you create that? Did you borrow that? Does your brokerage give you something like that? Where did that come from? Um, you know, I just made it. I made a PowerPoint. I've been through the process multiple times myself. And so I kind of drew off of that knowledge and I just put together a 25 page PowerPoint with some like additional documents to share to the people. It's not a certificated course. Like I know sometimes lenders will have you take like a paid course. It's not that at all. Um, It's just something that I put together to help people. Great. What, um, what are your plans for the next six months? Uh, To double what I've done. (laughs) Hopefully um, I would love to get more presence on social media I'm not the greatest at that. So that's one of my big goals and really getting my systems down. Um, That would be the thing that if I could go back to the very beginning, I would probably have spent a little bit more time trying to get my systems in place and organized as far as like the communication when you're under contract and stuff like that. Just because I think if you have that stuff together, it goes so much smoother. Can we talk about that a little bit more? And do you have specific examples that you can share of, I would have done this or I would have done that, or I recommend doing A, B, and C? Yeah, absolutely. So the the biggest thing for me um, right now is my communication. So when I get a new client or I put somebody under contract or I get a listing, whatever it might be, I am starting now to create like email templates and I'm saving them in a drive that I can send them with checklists of like, this is what comes next. And then this, and then this, and then this, because even though you meet your clients when you first, you know, are starting to work with them and you talk them through all that, it's a lot of information. They're not professionals. We are, and they forget, right? Cause it's not right there in their face at that moment. So I've started to, like I said, type out these templates. And so when somebody goes under contract, I'm sending an email saying, here's what comes next. And I break down each step and explain it so that they understand what the process is going to look like moving forward. Love that. Are you using a CRM with some automation and stuff built in to help you with some of that stuff? I'm not at this point. Um, I've, I've thought about it and I've kind of gone back and forth and I've talked to other agents about it. My volume's not at a point right now where I really have to have that, but I think it's so different for each client, um, you know, depending on what they're buying or the transaction that I think that a CRM might be a bit of an injustice just because, you know, I want to be able to tailor it to their needs and what they're going to go through. I don't want them to get an appraisal email saying we're going through an appraisal if they waived an appraisal. So, yeah. I get that. That makes sense. What are a couple of things that we could talk about to help pay forward to other newer agents that maybe don't have nine deals in their first six months and are, are struggling? What are, what are some things that you could share? I would say 
get out of your comfort zone. Um, that's the biggest one. And nobody wants to hear it and nobody wants to do it, right? Um, I wouldn't have had the deals that I had if I had not forced myself to get out there and put myself in uncomfortable situations. So even if it's a small step, like if you are in the grocery store and you strike up a conversation with a stranger, I would just recommend finding small ways to get yourself out there um, for starters, because the sooner you get comfortable with the discomfort, the sooner that you can really start to achieve what you want to achieve. Another thing would just be like I said, mindset, finding a way to keep yourself motivated and going. Um, so for me, I have like on the opposite wall of my office here, this huge whiteboard and I have all my goals written out and like I have them broken down into steps of how I'm going to achieve these goals. So finding a way to put your goals in your visual path every day so you can remind yourself why you're doing it is a big one. And how are you staying disciplined doing that? I mean, you're obviously looking at the whiteboard on a daily basis, but, you know, often that stuff becomes mundane, right? Like you walk by a picture every day in your hallway and you don't notice it anymore after time. Like, how does that work for you with goals and staying disciplined? It's a struggle. I think, I mean, that's a, it's a struggle for everybody. Some days I'm like not motivated at all. And other days I'll have a lot of pep in my step. So I think... You just have to kind of find what works for you. If I like for me, if I'm feeling sluggish, I'll make myself go out of the house, go to the office, talk to other agents, listen to a podcast, uh, watch a video, read a book, something to just kind of get yourself into that mindset. Because when you're exposing yourself to other people who have that mindset or who have the success that you want, it relights that fire. So that really helps me on slow days. A big part of it for me is, like I said, my morning routine because everybody wakes up and especially when you're an agent, you don't have to go somewhere. You don't have to go to the office. You don't have to call anybody. Um, but if you get up and you eat your breakfast and you do your exercise or whatever you do in the morning and you get dressed and you have a set time, like I'm going to be at my desk by 8 a.m., and you do that every day, no matter what, I think that the, the discipline just kind of follows. Even if it's hard, you just have to, to have to do it. Yeah, I think there's a saying, I don't remember who it's by, but it's you don't have to be motivated, you have to be disciplined because it's the discipline that'll pull you through when you're not motivated, you know? Like motivation's kind of this fictional thing, if you will, right? Because it doesn't really exist. You have good days and bad days like everybody. But if you're disciplined, you get up and do it anyway. And you don't do it because it's convenient. You do it because you have to, right? Like that's part of it moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all of your collateral that you are using, was that created for you? Are you doing it yourself? Where's that stuff coming from? A little bit of everything. Uh, so some of it I've created, some of it I've learned from other agents or taken from other agents if they've shared it with me. My broker does offer a lot of training. Um, so that's been really helpful. They have a lot of support there. Um, and that's one thing too, I would recommend for new agents looking into brokers is it's really appealing to have that hundred percent split, but if there's no training and you don't get any deals cause you don't know how, then that hundred percent split's not really going to matter. 
So I would just recommend finding a broker who has good support with training and materials that they can provide for sure. So what training has really helped you the most that your broker has provided? Because I I see time and time again, an agent after agent I talk to that they join a brokerage, they're promised all this stuff and a mentor and blah, 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 blah. And it never happens. Nobody shows up, right? They're left to kind of fiend for themselves. But there are some that do have good training. You're just on your own to do it. So in your case, what has been the most helpful training that's been provided for you? Um, so my broker, they bring in different programs every, probably twice a year. Um, I have only been an agent for like six months. So I've only been through one and a half of them. Um, we're in the middle of one right now. So we have been with Key Assad. If you haven't heard of him, I would look him up. He's really good. And then Brian Buffini is really good as well. So those were provided through my broker. I think there is a key thing though, is that like you said, you know, people go to a broker and they're promised everything under the moon and then it doesn't happen. That is, I hear about that a lot with other agents that, you know, I've kind of started with or I went to class with or whatever. But I do think there's a key distinction between realizing that you, it's still your business. So you can go to a broker and they can promise you these things, but it's still going to be up to you to, you know, ask for help or ask questions or to um, implement what they give you. So that's really important is I've seen, you know, some people come and go and they, the materials are there, but they are putting in the work to do it. So it's still your business, even though you're with a broker, even if they provide the materials, you still have to, to put in the work. So what has been the best advice that you've gotten from other agents or people in the business? Give me a couple things that stick with you. Double check everything. Our mistakes are like thousands and thousands of dollars. So double check everything. If in doubt, ask for help from a broker or an experienced agent for sure. Two, even with that being said, it's not life or death. You know, um, if you make a mistake, you might have to pay for it, but nobody's going to die, hopefully. Right. Um, God willing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, give yourself some grace, especially when you're new. Uh, It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to learn from mistakes. The important thing is that you do own up to them and learn from them. Um, that one was really hard for me to learn here. I am still learning from it is that like when you make a mistake, it's you're, you're new and you don't know what you don't know. So to just give yourself a break. And then probably the last one is client follow-up. Uh, once you have a client, once you're talking to somebody, they are your family. You have to love them and surprise them with gifts and call them and, you know, just be a part of their lives because, they're important and you spend a lot of time with these people and those relationships are important for you and your business. So clients. <laughs> yeah. Stay engaged. Right. I think that is, yeah. is key. You need to stay engaged in communication. You know, the quality of the relationship is going to be based on the quality of the communication. So if you can keep that up and stay on top of it. You'll be in a pretty good space. Absolutely. Cool. Where can people find you? Um, I'm on Facebook, which I got locked out today, but I'm on Facebook. You went to Facebook jail? Oh, that's the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I went to Facebook jail. 
<laughs> Hopefully I'll get it back, but you know, it, yeah, it's okay. It yeah. yeah. So I'm, you can find me there. It's Kyan Mader, K-Y-A-N-N-E-M-A-D-E-R. And then my Instagram is at Kyan Mader with an R-E on the end, Kyan Mader R-E, like real estate, but that doesn't, hasn't conveyed. But um, yeah, I have a website, KyanMaderRealEstate.com. I think that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time today. I appreciate you being on the show and enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.